So we talked about, you know, being reminded about being black and too black and blacky black, black. Dang it. <laughs> but what about the flip side, though? What about those times where you were reminded you weren't black enough? Has that ever happened to y'all? It's happened to me. Yeah, every day. Hell yeah. Every day. Every Why? day. Even yesterday. <laughs> he said even yesterday. He yeah, said yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so so as far as uh it coming from like like friends and other people, I mean, did it, was it was it uh like white folks, like you're not really black and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, all the time. It wasn't just white folks, it was black folks too. Well, I understand that. It's not the question I asked. My bad, what was the question? I asked about other people. Do you don't listen? I ask these questions specifically so you don't other. go off course and you just refuse. Like, fuck it. I'm <laughs> in this wanna, <laughs> He want to talk about it so bad, man. I, I feel know. You, I feel you. I got, I'm itching too, man. I want to get it all out too, man. Okay, okay. My bad. My bad. Repeat the question again. My bad. My bad. Black life. So uh, what about being reminded about your your perceived lack of blackness from like friends or, you know, just people out in the world. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Hell yeah. No. I mean, give me some examples, man. Uh, I'm going to start this in grade school. So like first grade through fifth grade, I was, um, I was never considered black by a lot of my peers and I wasn't considered white either. They'd always be like, First off, what are you? <laughs> and it didn't help that I didn't know. Second, <laughs> oh, I say I didn't know, meaning because they're like, you know, you're not black because you're not black. Like they're looking at my skin tone because obviously I'm more fair skinned, right? People um, used to tell me I look uh, Arab. Right. And so you see, I'm like, you see my nose? What are you talking about? So I used to think <laughs> that uh, I was actually Native Indian, um, Native American, excuse me. Native American when I was young because my dad's side of the family were, were West from the West Indies. And I, I understood that as, okay, the only Indians I know are just Native Americans. So I used to say I'm, I'm West Indian. And they're like, well, what is that? What do you mean? It's on Cal- the West. California. What you talking about? <laughs> exactly. But even then I didn't quite understand. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, I didn't really know how to answer that question about what I was really, even though I was, I was raised black, but, but then because I was confused by it too, like if I'm not black, then what really am I? And so at, right. a, at a young age, people didn't know what I was. And I was having apparently a, a racial identity crisis. So was there anything you would do that people would consider not black? Yeah. I remember, way- I remember for me, for me, dog, one of the things was, I don't remember what grade it was, but when gone came out by NSYNC, dog, <laughs> Fire. You saying that? It's like, how did you can't? You're not supposed to like that. I'm like, what you mean? I ain't supposed to like that. Why can't I like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, yo, NSYNC. That song was really good, though. That was actually to me. That was like their top song. I was right that there was too. When, that was when Justice started uh, cultural appropriation. Exactly. I was doing. <laughs> I was doing the dances and everything too. The ba 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 waving and stuff. Yeah, but that was that was, that was a trash song. Though. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. Dance a different group. <laughs> It's the same group, stupid. See, same group. Know. Oh, different yeah. song. <laughs> nah, but from a music standpoint, dude, I man, you just reminded me of a bunch of shit. But I'll give you one, dude. Okay. In high school, man, growing up, some rock, man, playing football, 
that's all you heard. It's, people, you know, <laughs> that's how they got hype. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was more like alternative rock. You know, like chill out a little bit, right? Not that heavy. Give metal, me some examples, you know, dog. Like Lincoln Park, man. I was like my first CD I ever bought. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, but yo, people would be. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Lincoln Park. Like in the end, remember when in the end came out. Everybody's like, oh, this is you know dope songs. Like, yes, yeah, in the end by uh, Lincoln Park. I got that CD. Like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> hybrid thing. Yeah, you yeah. Buy, wait, you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just you didn't. That's crazy. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, what I, else do you listen I, to? You know, like, I, I that, and then, honestly, that. that's how you you know you build relationships too. Like, that's you know keep you know staying honest. That's Alex always says, live your truth. You attract <laughs> people that you know, but. Yeah, man, I caught a lot of people off guard. Big black dude listening to Lincoln Park. And, you know, it's just yeah, not, it's yeah, yeah, not the norm, right? Unless it was the Jay Z mashup, then you could kind of get a pass. That didn't come out until later, though. Yeah, that didn't happen until later, but that's when it was okay, right? It's just like, oh, Jay Z did it too, so it's cool. Yeah, that was like seven. <laughs> that was seven years later, I think. It was three albums because there's uh, those those two to three albums after that. It was 2004, whenever it was. I think Hybrid Hybrid Three was their first album. That came out in the late 1990s. I thought. You don't know nothing about albums, though. Anyway, it don't matter, bro. (laughs) It don't matter. Yeah, so music was always a big one. Uh, Not that there was a lot of stuff, but you know, I could dabble in it. I didn't listen to rock. Y'all wildin'. Whatever, man. I didn't listen to country. I couldn't do that. No, I like country. I like friends in low places, dog. Little Garth Brooks. Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, Garth don't. went hard, dog. Shana Twain was good, too, though. I don't know. No, she, she wasn't really country, though. She was more pop. I felt Pop, don't get me started on pop. Anyway, back to anyway. Uh, yeah. conversation at hand. Uh, something that that always struck me was when I would do presentations, either college or high school. You know, when I do presentations, I mean, it's one thing to hear me when we just kicking it or even on this podcast. But when I'm about my business, I'm about my business. Multi-syllable words. I enunciate proper grammar the whole nine yards and people would be thoroughly surprised. You speak so well. I, I occasionally had the, you know, I, I, you know, you're, you're not like most black people, like the way you speak, like when you were, like when you were talking in front of the class, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, what, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> yep. Why can't I just be putting my best foot forward and, and presenting myself well? Why do I have to be? I've got, I know you've gotten this before, but like, why am I, what do you mean talking black? Or what do you mean right. talking white? Right. What are you talking about? Right. But, yeah. but didn't you speak, ha- you, go ahead, go ahead. Brian. Don't say, Alex, didn't that happen to you early on though, too? Oh, I was getting that early. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, yeah. I was, that was like the biggest thing that yeah, you speak so yeah. well. How the hell am I supposed to speak? <laughs> no, 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 no. That early. That's later. That's when that you would get it later. You oh. know exactly. You were older now. You knew what that meant. But early, kids was kids are mean. Like, why do you talk white? You yeah. talk no. You know what I mean. Like, you're not talking. You don't talk like black. Like, like, you know, right. Like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What is talking black? What is talking black? What is talking white? Now later, you Brian, you are absolutely right. Later on in life, 
like you talk so proper. I'm just not used to you. You know, like it is like they throwing shade, but not trying to throw shade. Sometimes right. they probably were trying to, but like they were trying to, you know, it's just like a slap in the face. It's like, what are you it's talking like, about? How did you think I was going to speak? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't talk black like the rest. Like, what are you talking about, man? This is so, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that was intellectual was equated with being white. Yes. If you were talking, if you were pronouncing all your words and talking properly, like they teach you in school, I equated that because of how I was, how it was presented to me and how I was asked almost every day. It's like, (laughs) you pronounce all your words. Like you talk so well. Like, why do you talk white? No, it was like, why do you talk like that? Like what? You know, like white. Or it's like, Man, I just, yeah, man, you're just different. Like different how, you know, you don't really, you don't really talk black. So who'd you, who'd you, who'd you hear that from the most? White kids. I heard that from white and black kids. Well, obviously the black, I got, I got, I didn't get to tell my story, but I'm going to just go ahead and go into my shit about from friends and other people. But yeah, I got it from uh, the black side. I got it from black kids, the white, you know. I got from from white, but it was mixed. It was mixed, but only because I was put in those situations <laughs> because uh, so, you know, I went to, you know, this basketball camp when I was younger. Right. I wanted to play basketball, but like whenever, you know, younger, you know, like not trying out for like a middle school or high school, but just like young, like little organizations. Right. So, uh, you know, you go to Grand Valley, you go to the one you had to pay for, <laughs> you know, you go to the Grand Valley or a, or a college, you know. You know, I was a big man down in the post, right? But mm-hmm. one day I was like, man, I don't want to, you know, I want to do something else. You know, I see the kids darting, uh, shooting threes, you know, uh, doing a cool little layup. You know, Alex be fucking doing the shit, you know, like, I want to try something else, dude. And she's like, well, you got to get in shape, sweetheart. You know, you got to be able to run up and down the court to boys, you know. But, like, when I would go to these, these, you know, camps, it wasn't as diverse Probably because you had to, you know, this one was a pretty penny. Mom saved up everything, you know. I mm-hmm. wanted to try something different, you know. I wanted to get better at basketball, whatever it was. I'm going to try to send them to this camp. But when I said I wanted to try something different, I wanted to acquire some different skills, we tried to switch it up one summer, right? And I went to one of the inner city camps. It was a little different, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was, you know, some kid, yo, they, yo. The running never stops, dude. Yeah. The fucking, yeah, yeah, fucking drills, you know, water break. But I will say there was a couple instances where some of the kids was like, yo, why you talk like that, man? And I'm just like, like what? <laughs> you know, I like, you know, like, yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't yeah. belong. I don't know if I belong here, man. Like, oh, damn, yeah, man. That's how know? it was for me, too. I went to basketball camp in Detroit. My dad, my dad was like, "You got to get some dog in you. You out here with these soft kids. You got to get some dog in you." Right. So yeah, I went, you know, to the to the D- D- Detroit camp in a, a lower socioeconomic part of town. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm bougie. I'm a suburban kid. So they they get. I'm like, "Where's my lunch? Like, I ain't taking lunch there." No, they give you lunch there. I'm like, "All right, cool." So. You know, we get the lunch. It's this trash turkey sandwich on white with the bread. government cheese on it. Is. Yo, I'm, I'm, I ain't got no problem with government cheese, dog. But <laughs> nah, the turkey is nah. trash. That's why I hate it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The turkey was tra- I'm like, yo, this is terrible. But that's neither here nor there. The thing about it was like Marcus said. They're like, where are you from? I'm like, mm-hmm. Canton. I'm like, Canton? Where? 
Where's Kanye? Everybody else calling out streets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. Yo, I was like, I said Kenwood. He's like, Kenwood? Oh, yo, he from over there. Yo, he wanted him. I was like, yep. yo, nah, man. I just, yeah, I'm just trying to play basketball. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was like a whole thing. And, you yeah. know, they start, they tried to go at me. Right, you know, yeah. Because I'm from, yeah, yeah chill out. You yeah, what you man. get yourself into. <laughs> yeah. You know. But y'all were My good, father. though. Y'all could. Yeah, I handled myself. I remember yeah. the 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 guy who ran the camp. He played for he was on the end of the bench, but he played for the Pistons for a minute. And his son okay. was in my group, so his son was trying to go at me, and I was giving him buckets. Okay, yeah, okay. so all I, day. you know where I sat yeah, now, right? Right. So <laughs> yeah. I, I held I held my own, but they they looked at me a certain way, being yeah. that I wasn't from the from those parts of town. And that's why today I say, you know, sometimes bullying is important. I didn't look at it. Thinking back is fucked up, but like those are the kind of situations I feel like people need to face, right? Well, you face that that that's a that has to do more so with what you do and how you prove yourself. You know, yeah. on a basketball that, that's what I mean. court. Our, at, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, but y'all were naturally, I'm going to say naturally, but you guys were already kind of good at basketball, right? Yeah, I could yeah, hope. I know, yeah, Alex is gonna say that, but that's that's one of those times, right, where I learned, and you know, when me and Alex would hoop in, uh, uh, you know, at the rec in college, and he just like he'd be like, "Yo, man, you know, post up," or you know, we had that dynamic, like you know, mm-hmm. I was the big man down in the post. Alex would always fucking do some crazy shit, you know, <laughs> bringing the ball up the court. We just, but I had to learn that, and that was one of a lot of instances where I was like. Yo, man, he's he run too much, man. I'm perfectly fine being a big dude down the post, dude. Let me go ahead and touch up with some of these skills, man. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's all right, suicide. like, again? Yo, fuck, <laughs> my ankle. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck that shit. We just got done running. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, unlike y'all, I was never good at basketball. Just ever. Never good <laughs> at it. And so, you know, I as a, as a kid, too, you know, I... Sure, I try to play basketball with people out here. I was usually, at first, I was the first one to get picked because I was brown, right? Like, yeah, he's gonna be oh, good. God, yo, <laughs> he was the Stanley of the yeah. office. Dude. He said, Stanley, of course. <laughs> but then, look, 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 after that first game, any game mm-hmm. after that, I was picked last because my ass Damn. was not good. And people have come up there like, aren't you supposed to be good? Like, why aren't you good? And I'd be like, Yeah, this is like I said before, dog. They just expect that you can hoop because right, you're black. Man. Whereas I could, and I got no respect for working on my game. Whereas you were like, you can't hoop. Say <laughs> mad because you can't. He so, said, uh, uh, Brian Lotion. <laughs> you got him. We're going to win. <laughs> got him first. We're going to win. I remember the first time I think I was past the ball, and I was wide open, too. I could have shot. But I was like, oh, I'm going to pass it back. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like the... I don't know. Is that? I mean, obviously, the basketball thing is a stereotype, but yeah, I mean, right. a, a lot of I say a lot of the stereotypes. I mean, even dancing, I didn't have rhythm growing up like that. Well, hold on, hold on. Back to basketball. Did you feel, or not even just basketball? I guess dancing too, whatever. But did you feel like in those moments? Did y'all ever feel like if it wasn't the case, you was like letting the culture down? Dude? I was. You know That's the thing. Like, I, <laughs> He's like, oh man, I, just, I miss it. <laughs> I miss not go think I'm trash. This is my this is my time to shine. I never cared so much about like playing ball, but the dancing thing, I felt like they was trying to make me shuck and jive. So I would dance, but like you know, Alex, do that thing. Nah, 
I wish Yo. I could do that. I wish I could second job back then. I would try it, <laughs> but I couldn't. <laughs> Yo, nah, man. I I felt that same way because I hated like I think, and that's something that carried to me when I got older too. Like Elise used to say that, like, but she used to be like, oh, "You're cool though." Like I'm like, so she was like saying it different, but. Back in the day, I didn't take to, like, dancing, and I wasn't a big dancer just because, like, yeah, like, oh, Marcus should be able to dance because, you know, all the Mike shit, Mike, you know, all the cool shit you saw on TV back then was, like, you know, Diddy with the bop, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't do shit. I could do all that shit, and I just didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man, because don't, you know, man, I ain't tap dancing, you know (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Don't tell me to dance, dude. Oh, Marcus, do that one thing. Oh, Marcus could do it. Like, don't assume nothing about me, man, you know? Right. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm not doing it. Yeah, man. (laughs) I just, like, because Brian Brian had the same rhythm as everybody else he was with. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And I still didn't fit in, which is Yeah, man, what I got to do, man? (laughs) Talk like y'all, walk like y'all, dance like y'all, but I still don't fit in. What? <laughs> don't <fit> in. <laughs> you, you talk. You talk about uh, fitting in. I always, you know, wanted to fit in to a certain degree, but it ne- it didn't really hit me that. So what if you don't fit in to uh, college? There was a Joe Bun line. I'm sure this came from somewhere else, but he said, "Why try to fit in when you a standout?" I was like, you know what? Hmm. He's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't learn that lesson yet, and that so. <laughs> and that gave me a, a little more confidence in my individuality. But prior to that, it was always kind of a you know thing. When I when I got to high school is when there were finally a lot of black kids because our high school was like a like a college campus, so it was like right. thousands of kids. Yeah, it was right? one of the biggest schools in in our state, right? Right, right. So there was finally black kids and it was, it was kind of a culture shock for me because it was like, I had never seen this many. I wasn't scared, but it was just different. Right. And a lot of them at that time grew up in black neighborhoods, but had moved out to the suburbs. So it was a little different in that way. So here it is. I initially, you know, I'm not, I wasn't well off, but I didn't want for anything growing up. Mm-hmm. But I lived in what was perceived as a higher socioeconomic class. And then at the same time, it was a bunch of white folks. But I grew up in an apartment. So I get to high school and I have these black kids who grew up in predominantly black situations, but were higher right. up on the socioeconomic ladder than I was. Mm-hmm. So like I was just weirdly caught in the middle. You know, initially they're like, oh, you from around here? You know, you know, and they thinking like I'm high up for right. Like, nah, dog, I balling like that. And then for whatever reason, that was okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And in the same point, you had the white kids who grew up in the same neighborhoods where these black kids are now. And like, I couldn't go over there because they parents. Uh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like in yeah. both ways, you you weren't black enough. But yeah. you know. After so long, it didn't matter, thank God, as far as school is concerned. But also right. had the family. And boy, you know, I, I was a young boy. I had the good hair, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Curls. Yeah. The whole nine. And then it was always somebody like, yo, you know, Alex got that good hair. He ain't going to have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, man, yeah. shut up, man. I mean, they right, they though. Not. <laughs> they not. <laughs> 
And it was like, because, because my hair was good. It was like, you were put on this pedestal. It's like, you, you do realize I live around all white people. Like my, they not looking at my hair. (laughs) Hell no. Sure. They, they want to touch it. Well, yeah, but yeah, that was just weird though. Well, you know, the eyes, I would get the, I like angel eyes and they like Marcus with the, the, they used to say, you know, the Indian hair, meaning native American hair, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, that brings me back to man. Stop, man. And hold on, <laughs> and, I, and I think I think before a second, we need to explain this for the listeners who may not know. See, in black culture, when you have quote unquote good hair, yeah, good hair. Back good then, hair. it was a way of saying your hair, generally speaking, wasn't coarse, right? Or good point. I, I believe. No, dang, I believe. I say nappy. But I was just gonna say. I believe other cultures call them <laughs> tangles. <laughs> I'm trying to explain yeah. this for people. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay, you know, so. <laughs> you just fly it up. You could, you could, you you could take a brush or a comb and just go all right. the way through with that again. Right. And if I could find some right. uh, some pictures, some good hair pictures, I'll post them on the gram. But uh, I think I got a couple somewhere. Yeah, Brian had a whole head full of uh, curls. It's coming back. No, it's not. <laughs> you see, mad? You say had? You passed tense? You say had? Is that why you got mad like that? <laughs> yeah, I did. He's had. He's like, it's coming Jack back. So, Marcus, as far as far as Dang. your family, did they did they ever say anything to uh, have you question just how black you may or may not have been? <sighs> yeah, man, we had we had some family that you know were just you know. A little more strict when it came to those things. <laughs> so yeah, I've experienced that. Like what? I've been trying to think of how to explain this. So, you know, we had some family from, you know, we would go visit some family from out of town and uh every now and then. And we would uh you know, our folks we would go and then all the adults would go hang out, right? And we would be there with the with the cousins and, and nieces and nephews and stuff and you could just always tell you know, they would always clown us for talking different or looking at their dress in a certain way. Like, you know, man, I posted a, I don't know if I could, you know, I posted a picture recently on, uh, on Facebook and I had this fucking jacket that my mom loved so much. But as you know, I'm sure someone clowned me on, on the socials about it, but I would get clowned for where, you know, I, we had to wear our best. Cause usually it was like for holidays or something, you know, we Easter, you know, we'd go visit family and shit. Right. But, um, I would get clowned so hard <laughs> for wearing this fucking, my Easter jacket. Man. <laughs> this is like, maybe look straight up like a fucking square ass. Like I look like a black dude that live in the suburbs, but my mom was just trying to portray, you know, you know how it yeah. goes. So, but I'm like, nah, man, I ain't even, nah, it's, mom made me, uh, fuck, <laughs> you know, like, it's not even my jacket. I didn't even like, that. I got another one at at home. Like, it's different. It's way, you know, oh, I got one of them too. Yeah. But I, we would get clowned hard. My <laughs> shoes, do my size. Oh, look, you got the uh, color size. Like, you just mad because I ain't got holy socks like you? Like, what you, what you clowning me for, dude? <laughs> you, you know, but I would get clowned hard for dressing proper, talking proper. You know, it was just, just, you know. It's different, man. Kids is mean, dude. <laughs> yeah, they can be. What about from adults, though? Uh, yeah, man. I was often compared to my cousins because they was in the streets a lot more than me, and you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't smoke, I didn't 
you know, I was a straight and narrow kid, man, because of the way my mom, you know. So, you know, but I had cousins that was, you know, out here. And I just, I didn't partake in none of that shit. So I was kind of judged a little differently sometimes by the fan. Yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of little, like a lot of little digs. So on one hand, you got to, you're too black, you're, you're black all the time. Then on the other hand, it's like you're not black enough. So it's just always you're you're kind of living in the middle, mm-hmm. just trying to figure it out. And um, I don't know necessarily how it impacted you guys. I think a lot of it for me was for a while I resorted to the whole, we're all just human. Like, why does it matter? All of these differences, I'm black and you're white. Why does it matter? And I still think like that a little bit, but now I understand that the differences are important. Yeah. And the differences are all right to highlight and for others to comprehend because I feel like that just makes us all understand one another better. Right. And I think mm-hmm. had had I had that had that been taught to me in somehow or had I understood it when I was younger. I think a lot of these things probably wouldn't have been so ingrained in me and made me feel so confused and like I had to pick a side growing up. Right. I have a question for you, Alex. Yeah. Um, you know, we we kind of briefly, you know, talked about stereotypes. Um, and I kind of hit the surface of it, but I, I feel like, do you feel as if people and then black people for that instance too, we we fall into a stereotype or stereotypes for that matter. And if, if someone that's like us or looks like us doesn't fit that mold, do you feel as if they try, you know, black people have tried to bring you down because you didn't fit that mold or fit that stereotype? Yeah, occasionally. I've had it both ways where you get questioned from one side of why you aren't like that. Mm-hmm. And then that side, the other side is trying to bring you to that point when that's just not how you are. And they yeah. judge you for that too. What about you, Marcus? Yeah, I agree with that. But it goes back to what um, goes back to what Alex said about um, you know just perception and people. So it has more so to do with them than you. So right. Um, but yeah, I've had it. I've had it from both sides as well. The reason why I bring that up is because. It's almost as if growing up and and the perception that I had with what black meant was that it wasn't necessarily around what others, I guess, put on me was it wasn't necessarily about success. And um, when you think when I guess growing up, when I thought about what it meant to be black, I almost felt like it always, always meant to be always almost suffering, almost always you know, trying to climb that ladder and the ladder never ends. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you, when you meet someone or when you do feel like you've got to step up, it's just that the people that are supposed to be empowering you, which in this case for us, it's, you know, it's, it's our, whether it's our black family and friends or just black peers, they try to bring you down. You know, you have success and they're not celebrating it with you. They're more almost like, why are you celebrating? It's not a big deal. Haters. Yeah. I see you. Hi, haters. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's so. It, to put it lightly, how my how my mom explained it, like if you got haters, that means you're doing something right. You know, don't don't feed right. into that shit, right? 
But I'll go even further back to something my grandma told me. And I at least hate when I do this shit. <laughs> like, talk about old lessons and shit. But like my grandma told me when I was younger, she was like, um, she she would say, uh, life is gonna be hard. That's just inevitable, right? But you need to what you are going to have to do is figure out who you are first, right? And then stay true to that. It's gonna be a fight, but stay true to that, right? And so that's one thing that kind of helped me once I figured out, like, I was just a big black dude that occasionally liked to play basketball, but with like in football, but liked video games and techie shit. Right. And Lincoln like, Park. <laughs> I, I, uh, once I figured that out, I think that's why we kind of have, you know, we were able to build such good relationships. I think those people who figure out those kind of lessons early and not get swayed by what mm-hmm. everything that everybody else is saying or everybody else, how they perceive you, like not feeding into that, trying to be what somebody else thinks you should be. You kind of attract some of those other people. You know, you just, you just keep easy company because it's people that believe or or think the same way you do. Right? No, and I, I completely agree. It's just for me growing up, right? And I'm, maybe it's relatable to you guys too. It's just it wasn't that easy in the beginning because we didn't have that understanding about what you do is going to make. Oh, of course it's, not. It's going but, to. But that's how it is when you're young is you're, you're getting a lot of opinions and things from other people in order mm-hmm. to try to figure out how to navigate through life. Like right. even if Marcus's right. grandma t- taught him that lesson early, that those types of lessons are the type of stuff you put in the kid's head, hoping it'll come to fruition later. Exactly. Cause I did not understand that right off rip. She told me that after church one day, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't <laughs> yeah, anything that exactly. applied. It, it didn't apply it. That I was like, man, why these yeah. kids be mean to me? They'd be mean to me and shit. Right. But yeah. it didn't apply then. But I, the reason why I bring that up is because do you think that impacted, let's say, how you may have done certain things? Like for me, like let's say academics, right? I feel like I didn't try as hard in academics because I was trying to fit into a mold. Like if I got an A plus, you know, let's say the the black kid next to me was making fun of me and shit. Like, oh, you smart. Like, like that's like I'm I'm supposed to be like. We mean, you're supposed to be here to get good grades. Right. But then after that, let's say after a few times, and I'm trying to prove myself that I am more black than yeah. you know than what they're thinking me of i i mean i didn't try as hard and that's to me trying to trying to prove that i am this or i am that and i wasn't living in my truth yet cuz i didn't know i think that's nah, that i think that okay. happens often when you're growing up and i think yeah. even for you because like you say you you never really fit in whatsoever <laughs> you know what i'm nah, saying yeah, yeah, whereas, yeah, whereas, that shit. Where, but it's it's important whereas i fit in a little bit here and i fit in a little bit there so at the very least i had some semblance of something where i wasn't a total outcast like for me the 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 outcast sort of things would come like sporadically it wasn't all the time right. so with with right. you brian i feel like that specific example you gave about school and the grades and stuff part of that was you not understanding blackness either so you saw blackness as no. these fools just ain't doing schoolwork and if i want to be black then i ain't gonna do no schoolwork either right you know what i'm saying so right. even that kind of goes both ways but see that's mine is ex- the exact opposite though that's funny because <laughs> i was right. i was like great you know all through middle school and then come high school, I don't know what it was. I was just lazy or what. I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> that shit was boring. That's why I got bad grades. Yeah, it was, man. It was, I was boring. Like, what the fuck? And 
these <laughs> these women in ninth grade look way different than when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, high school is crazy, right? <laughs> but, but mom's like, she's like, oh, so you just want to start failing classes, huh, motherfucker? Hey, you sound <laughs> just like my dad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. So she, you know, I didn't understand what she the the concept she was trying to, you know. But then, you know, Grams pulled me aside. It was just like, look, it's because you know you don't you don't want people to think that you know you're stupid and she broke it down like the history you know like we didn't have we didn't have these opportunities growing you know she broke it all the way down from back then right so now i was like all right i i had the capacity but it, like i said i think it was just like laziness so you know after being grounded for like freshman and sophomore year dude, uh <laughs> you know <laughs> junior junior senior year was completely different dude i missed enough birthday parties and friends hanging out right. and shit i was like all right let me get my shit together man right <laughs> It's, I think it's it's interesting that your grandma said, you know, you don't want to come across as stupid when I feel like being black, you almost are looked down upon and, and that you have lesser intelligence. Well, well yeah, it's, it's not it's not yeah. expected for you to be intelligent. That's, oh, that's yeah, why yeah, when yeah. I give a presentation and I smoke it, people are like, right. oh, my God. Like, college, pit, college pissed me off because of that, honestly. Why? Because you got um, good grades? I was getting – yeah, I got good grades, but, like, students – you know, would be surprised. Professors would be surprised. Yep. My God. I think I even got told, what was that old ass teacher's name that told me? He basically told me because I got a B or something in his class, he's like, you're not going to equate to anything. You should just switch. Majors. How about this? So how, like, how, how about this for black? <laughs> you know, he'd he be going, you know how they pass out the test like the next week or whatever. Everybody looking at the grade or whatever. He'd be like, Sarah, Julie, Kevin, Marcus. Good job. Yeah. Good job. You did, yo, you did good. You did yo, great. Yeah, what you man. mean, dude? Yo, <laughs> the vocal inflection changes. Yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What? Uh. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in a while. Yeah. yeah wow. Man. The vocal inflection that. when they realized the grade you got. Yeah. But you don't say nothing because you're like, all right, it, maybe it wasn't like that. But that I remember having those moments. And to me, like, it's sad. Like, it's funny, but it's sad sitting here talking about it because we should, you know, we should not be thinking like that. But I did. I, I certainly, I, I certainly had I moments where I yeah. understood why the the teacher was uh, surprised because I wasn't doing shit for like the first semester. Well, yeah, but those, yeah, like, but those know, classes, yeah. but those, but when I got my shit together and was doing what yeah. I was supposed to do, and yeah. you didn't even know me until this year, and you still yeah. surprised. That says something about you. No, or like the first test. Like, yeah, I'm with you with the like. If I f- bombed the last test because I didn't study or nothing, like no, I had fuck other the last shit going test on. The last semester, dude, I wasn't doing nothing. Damn, the whole semester, dude. <laughs> I was trying to talk to old girl, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like, but like you right off the first test though, you don't even know what I'm capable of. Exactly. So I, Sarah, Julie got good grade, like they got an A. But you come, you come to me, hand my. She said, Marcus. Good job. Like, what you talking about? It's the first test. Like, what are you going off of, dude? But they do know what you're capable of. They could tell by your name, Marcus J. Yeah, that's true. Marcus J. You, you, got, a, you got a K in Marcus and a J, dog. <laughs> Yo, my test exactly. came out. I put Marcus Bentley. Who put Marcus J? Who handed this back like this? <laughs> Yo, who did that shit, man? Nah. Nah, yeah, I was paying attention to all that. I sometimes, yo, I used to hate how aware I was and shit. Like, I used to just want to be wrong. You ever just want to be wrong about some shit? I mean, I'm yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's it's almost like, especially with race stuff. It's like at some point you're that uh, naivete gets taken yeah. away from you. 
Like you could, yeah. at, at some point you could just no longer ignore it. Yeah. And so like when my, 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 I say this a lot in the house because just like the world today. Right. And you know, my, my wife quote unquote being woke now, she would say, <laughs> but like when I would say I was now that I use, um, I like to say ignorance is bliss a lot because I try to get people to benefit of the doubt. Right. But she hates when I say that. No, people should just know. I was like, no, not everybody's going to know, though. <laughs> like, you remember how, you know, the film, some of the conversations we had, like, it's just not. You didn't know. Yes. Yeah, you know, shout out. She's like, no, people should just know and they shouldn't say shit. And I'm like, dang, it's not like that, though. That's not the world we live in. No. So, but I'm just thinking now y'all got me thinking like when we were younger, like we talking college and high school. I'm like, man, I used to hate like you just had to put the extra thought, you know what I'm saying? Into or you didn't have to, but it just came to you. Right. Like. So what is it like now? We talked about the past. Are you? Are you? Do you still find yourself in any of these situations? I do. I do. And um, I don't know. Y'all might you may have heard me talk about it a little bit, but after twenty twenty, man, um, it's like I had to reset because I got to a point before that where it's just it happened, right? You just at this point, you know, you're old enough. You've had a whole life of the same shit so it's just like kind of part of it's kind of part of it now right mm-hmm. versus after 2020 it's like it was like somebody hit the reset button and now i'm like i'm trying to navigate this shit these feelings again trying to figure it out but i don't have some of those people i can talk to when shit bothers me you know like and i i say this a lot but this is why i appreciate black life because this you, you can bring some of this shit here and get it off your chest because today for me personally it's not a lot of uh, it's not a lot of outlets that kind of give me that release. I guess if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Well, we're also seeing so, we're also seeing the, the backlash to twenty twenty. We're seeing the backlash to all of the it's not the over, marches yeah. and yeah. yeah the the plight of the black man being in the forefront with all yeah. of these quote unquote critical race theory laws and bans on books and the various ways they're trying to stifle people's education and understanding of race in America. That is, yeah. has a direct correlation between the events of 2020 yeah, and the last president and the now vice president. Yes. And the, uh, the 44th president, Barack Obama. Right. So, you know, at some point there was bound to be a backlash to what others may have perceived as, I don't know if you want to call it the rise of the black race or whatever you would want to call it, but it's, it's, it's interesting to see how a lot of people's fears are coming out, you know, but that, that speaks volumes to, well, so for me when, you know, cause the black lives matter movement started before 2020. Right. But you know, before that, people would say but all lives matter and i just you know you roll with the punches because you're like that's not what that means but you know like i mean you're not all right. wrong all of them do they well, do we, you're right i mean they do but it's like we're gonna, but when we people, gonna talk about the black ones right now right right so when they, but <laughs> the con- at that point at that point the concept is missed right but not today it just hits different for me like it, i can't accept or I, I can but it's harder to accept that even after all of this, people still miss the concept. 
and I know it's going to happen. I know what Alex is going to say, but just for me personally, it's a it's a much I don't know why, I don't know how to explain it, but for me it's a much larger pill to swallow today. Well, you say and, you like to like you say you like to say ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. It's vo- it's vo- it's voluntary ignorance. Yeah, it it it's really all it is. <sighs> maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe that's which, why. Which, ahead, which, yeah. which is where this this what they're they're saying critical race theory because it's a catch-all term. It has nothing right. to do with critical race theory and of the theory in and of itself that you should look at America's past and the judicial system and laws yeah. and the court system and so on and so forth through the lens of racism because mm-hmm. of how and when these laws are enacted and how and when these laws affect the people that they do. That's what critical race theory is. But critical race theory now it's just a catch-all term for anything having to do with race that makes more often than not white people uncomfortable. People uncomfortable. I know, and that's and that's exactly that's it. So, but that's why that's the part I can't get past because if it so if you're going to judge me on the way I look and sound and talk and breathe, but it's not about you. I know, but it's. It is. It, it it exists this way to me, right? So if there's something that can – if there's something that goes in depth, why is it seen as um, – why is it seen as a surface topic and attacked accordingly versus, versus you know – Versus giving it the benefit of the doubt, and because again, it's not it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about Alex, it's not about us. In terms of of the type of people, it's about how America is supposed to look. I know right? that, but I guess, and that's that's yeah. I'm just saying, like that's 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 what it's really about. It's it's sure we you know we're we're still teaching very traditional things, like Christopher Columbus discovered America, so to speak. Like he didn't discover shit, but that's still being taught today because couldn't read a map. <laughs> exactly right, <laughs> but it's about what America is supposed to look like and and what true power, being a true a powerful nation, looks like. That means when we talk about the how America was built, right? We for the most part in history and how history, I guess, history is taught is that it's it's built on on. The Constitution. It's built on the freedom, but the freedom of who? Right. The freedom of who? Whose freedom was it built on? They don't teach that. No, they, they do. They just don't want oh, to do? anymore. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, it, it's it's, me, it's all right. in the way you say it. You know, you, uh, you guys were in school just like I was. They talked about slavery, but they act like slavery was like twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's th- a, it's not even a look. It's not even a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of this stuff in. People say you can't keep going back to slavery and all that, but it, it's not just slavery. It's if we're going to go back there, slavery, you know, clearly was a problem. But then once the people were free, what about all of the laws that continued to step on people's yeah. rights? You know, we have the Jim Crow laws that continued to step on people's rights. We have the fact that schools are segregated and the black schools are more often than not underfunded. Yeah, it was a and ripple these th- effect. And yeah. a lot of these things continue. We have redlining where people 
black folks couldn't get homes. We have redlining. So they literally drew a red line. Like if you're over here, your home ain't worth shit. But if you're over here, it's worth a lot more. That goes into socioeconomic status. That goes into building wealth. All of these things continue and go on and on and on. Yes, we've come a mighty long way, as I used to hear in church often. But we have a mighty long way to go. And at this particular moment in history, they're scared of how far we can actually get. What are the Negroes? Why aren't they optimistic? Um, and I, again, I apologize and preface this by the phrase the Negroes because it lumps together an awful lot of people. But for want of a better phrase, if you'll allow me, uh, they say, but it's getting so much better. There are Negro mayors. There's Negroes in all, all of sports. Uh, there are Negroes in, in politics. There, uh, is it at once getting much better and still hopeless? We have lived under these intolerable conditions for how many years? Maybe 400 years. We have evolved a certain kind of style to meet it. And a lot of that has been involved with the lies we had to tell to you. And uh, the lies we had to tell to you, this compounds the disaster you believe because you wanted to believe it. And insofar as the American Republic wants to think there has been progress, they overlook one very simple thing. I don't want to be given anything by you. I just want you to leave me alone so I can do it myself. And it also overlooks another very important thing. Perhaps I don't think that this republic is a summit of human civilization. And perhaps I know more about you and your institutions than you know about me. And perhaps I have a judgment on them. Perhaps I don't want what you think I want. And that there's nothing you can give me. Perhaps there is something that I can give you. You, you, you. This is a daily conversation, dude. Yeah, we be doing that sometimes, dude. We gonna gotta get back to the jokes next week. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> All right, y'all good? Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. On 